overwhelmed by clutter when you walk through the door? Are you tired all the time and stuck just getting by? With each day being a carbon copy of the next and no time or space for yourself? Hi, I'm Sarah and I was you, so I understand. You're a busy mom, whether at home or working full time, feeling like you're in survival mode. There isn't time for more because you're just putting out fires, overwhelmed by all the stuff and aching for something more. That's what the Simple Intentional Podcast is here for, to support you. Whether it's to clear clutter, ditch the overwhelm, and create ease and simplicity, figure out how to be more intentional in your life, or inspire you into action. Each week, I'll share things like practical and actionable tips you can start using immediately to start living more intentionally and create your life, as well as interviews with people that will inspire and educate you. I'm a full-time working mom, wife, and lover of all things simple. After a stage four cancer diagnosis in 2014, I started on a path to change how I was living. And I'm sharing with you everything that has helped me move from a stressed out, people-pleasing perfectionist to calm, in control, and feeling like the best version of myself. So grab your earbuds, a cup of tea, and join me to start making powerful shifts in your life today. This is about so much more than stuff. Hello, and welcome back to the Simple and Intentional podcast. This week, I want to talk about a resource that is so valuable to all of us, and that is energy. We need energy to show up in our lives and do the things we want to do as well as the things that we need to do, but unfortunately, energy is something that can run out, (laughs) and we can't always cultivate it if we're not aware of where it's going. So um, for me personally, I have become acutely aware of my energy, especially following um, my cancer treatments, because I went through... Um, two years of something called cancer-related fatigue. And I don't think this is something that's often talked about. It's something I wasn't aware of until I experienced it. But, um, you know, when you go through cancer treatments, the radiation and the chemotherapy affect your body quite a lot. And you can experience this fatigue that um, is probably similar to something like chronic fatigue syndrome and other types of fatigue type illnesses where um, you can't just go to sleep and, you know, wake up feeling refreshed. It's like you have a limited amount of energy and if you overdo it, then it can take you days um, to recuperate from that. So you had to be, you have to be like really careful with how you use your energy. And so I feel like I got into this zone of being very protective of my energy because it was so limited and so hard to get back that now I'm very, very aware of energy. And it's not that I don't make mistakes or um, give away my energy in ways that I don't want to still sometimes. It's just that I've actually become so aware of it that I'm better at recognizing where it's going and then also being able to like stop myself um, and like slow the leak of energy to the things that I don't want it to go to. And I feel like that's really a big piece of intentional living as well because you need your energy to be able to show up for the things you want to show up for, to be a present parent, 
to cultivate your relationships, to strive for those goals that you want to go for, and just to be living the way that you want to live, you need energy. So let's talk about five different ways that you could be zapping your energy and not really recognize it. Um, And then we can talk a little bit about how to build energy too. So You know, motherhood is really complex. It's filled with a lot of responsibilities, demands, emotions, shifts in how we see ourselves, comparison, worry. So no kidding, we feel really tired. Couple that with lack of sleep um, and busyness. So there's lots and lots of reasons why we might be letting go of our energy or our energy may be drained. And then There's also the impact of our physical space, our interactions with other people, our thoughts. Um, So all of these things can have an impact on how you feel and how energetic you are. Um, So the number one thing that could be zapping your energy, and I think about this a lot because um, I think this is an area that I'd like to get a little more streamlined on myself but I'm aware of it, but it's still really, really hard in this world we live in and as a parent, and that is constantly making decisions. Because in a day, we make thousands of decisions. What will our kids wear? Do they need more socks? What are we going to have for dinner? Should they take ballet? What car seat should we buy? You know, oh, we need more furnace filters. And like the list can go on and on and on. And then, you know, take that down another level. You go to buy the furnace filters and there's five or six different types of furnace filters. Which ones do you buy? How do you make a decision on that? The same with socks. The same with dinner. Everything can be, you know, one big decision broken down into 10 or more smaller decisions. So it can be really, really challenging because so much of our energy just leaks out towards that decision decision making. And we manage a really large cognitive load every day. And, you know, making all these decisions is really eating up a lot of that energy. So what are some ways that you can lessen your decision making? Um, I think that you know, again, I'm a huge fan of routines and systems. I think what you can make routine or, you know, systemize is really going to help you. So um, things like the subscribe and save option on Amazon and similar websites, like you make a decision once about your furnace filters or your baby wipes or your paper towel or whatever it is, and you sign up for these things and they just arrive at your door so that you're not making huge decisions about that sort of thing. Um, A meal plan rotation, that's another thing that I've done before where I've created like three weeks of meal plans and I've just rotated through them so I'm not making that decision anymore Um, because that's a huge one. I find the the meal um, decision making a huge drain for sure. Um, So those are two different ways that you can uh, eliminate decision making. Um, And you know, Another piece is sort of mindset. Like when you go to purchase socks for your kids or, um, you know, socks for yourself or whatever you're purchasing is just give yourself a time limit of how long you're going to make that decision. Look at what the choices are. Give yourself a minute. Give yourself two minutes. 
and just say like whatever you decide is going to be okay. And if those other choices weren't in front of you and somebody just handed you a package of socks, you would be content with those socks without knowing what the other choices are. Because part of the reason this decision-making stuff gets draining is because we kind of get caught up in like the spiral of trying to make the right decision. And when you can tell yourself that there isn't really a big difference in the decision you're making over all these little things like socks or um, whether you're going to have broccoli or asparagus for dinner or whatever it is, then you're releasing some of what um, sucks our energy. And you can just simplify the decision making. Be somebody who decides they're going to be a quick decision maker and that whatever decision you make, you can live with and you're going to be okay with and it's going to be the right decision. Okay, and number two when it comes to zapping our energy is judging others. And this is so easy to have access to with social media, especially if you're feeling run down or stressed or tired. You can start projecting that outwards or you can have this negative feeling in your in yourself where you're kind of seeking out um, a way to feel better and it seems like judging other people will make you feel better, but it definitely doesn't. And we can see another woman or, I mean, I feel like so often it's that we jump on to judging other women because it's that projecting thing where we're like, oh, I feel awful about something. Let me find somebody who's like me that I can, you know, rip apart in my mind because it's going to help me feel better, which it doesn't. But um, you know, if we are in that low space, it's also easy to feel triggered or um, feel like what we are doing or what we have is not good enough when we see what others have. And that's another um, way that we kind of get sucked into judging. But, you know, nobody has it all together. And like we can start this sort of script in our head where we say things like, well, she probably doesn't spend any quality time with her kids if she looks like that. Or I'd have it all together too if I only had one kid. You know, you can think these nasty things in your mind, but the truth is we all have struggles. And to remember that social media is not real life. It's like this curated look into people's lives and you never know what people are struggling with. So instead of dragging yourself down along with judging another person, try to flip those thoughts or just disengage from it altogether. If you're in a negative mood, don't reach for your phone because it doesn't fill you up. You've got to think about the other things that actually do fill you up. Like maybe you need a nap. Maybe you need to call a friend. Maybe there's something else that you can do. Move your body, you know, make yourself a nice cup of tea. Whatever it is that's going to nourish you instead of reaching out to like see something negative about somebody else. You can also use it as an opportunity to flip it to something positive. Like, wow, she looks really great. Maybe I'll make time to blow dry my hair tomorrow because that might make you feel great. Or today I'm having a rough day, but I'm still a great mom who is doing a lot. And I am really good at what I do. And try to build yourself up and look to these things as inspiration if you're able to flip the script. Um, And save your energy for making things awesome instead of, mentally tearing down other people and it's again it's such an easy thing to do but it's a practice of choosing something different and saving your energy for yourself 
Okay, and number three is caring way too much or not enough about things. So there is a balance to be struck and to know when you can let things go a little bit and when you can be flexible or let go altogether. And don't let your energy get sucked into you caring 110% all the time about every little thing because then you're just throwing energy away. It's prioritizing. It's saying, you know what, I know this is important, but I can let go a little bit here or I can be more flexible here, but this really matters. So I'm going to pour more energy into this and then I don't need to spend so much energy on that. And, you know, decision making, that's a great example of this because does it really matter about those socks or should you spend more time deciding which dishwasher to buy? So think about it that way. But then you don't want to go to the other extreme where you're getting so overwhelmed that you're just throwing your hands up into the air and watching it dissolve into apathy because you just can't be bothered because there's too much and you're too overwhelmed and you're too stressed. So find a middle ground where you can pour the energy into what matters and ease back when it doesn't. And the more that you practice this, the easier it's going to get for you to make those decisions and be able to decide what's important and what's not. And if you've been operating at a level where everything has felt important and you feel like you have to do everything, um, you know, perfectly perhaps you struggle with perfectionism you know Um, it's gonna be a practice of you letting go of some of this and being like okay I can let this go this one doesn't have to be perfect and then being able to observe that and see that nothing catastrophic happened it was okay you know done is better than perfect so again it's like really this mindset work about letting go and being okay with certain outcomes not being perfect or exactly as you expected but knowing that getting things done and having an overall better mental state and you know a baseline of feeling calm and in control versus stressed and overwhelmed is more worthwhile than having these like perfect well nothing's perfect but these so-called perfect outcomes all the time so striking a balance okay and number four your physical environment and you know that I truly believe and have experienced myself what an impact your environment has on you and that clearing clutter is life-changing. So if you feel your energy zapped, look around your physical space and take stock of what's around you. Because if you go to sit down and relax in a room or even just move around in your space and like get yourself ready to go out the door or whatever it is and around you is a whole bunch of chaos or a list basically of undone tasks because you know that you go to sit down and relax and then you look at oh the top of the dresser is filled with laundry that needs to be put away and why is that thing here and oh I have to fix that and that's where your mind goes it doesn't start to relax and unwind it starts to like rev up and think of all the things that you haven't done and that causes stress so deal with your clutter start to take action on your clutter and slowly clear spaces for yourself because it has such an impact on your energy being in a chaotic environment raises your cortisol levels and that's been studied it's not just made up (laughs) it's like we know it's true so 
If your environment is cluttered, you're feeling stressed, which is zapping your energy. Start to create calm for yourself. Even if you can create one space in your home to begin with, so you have one space to go to where you can unwind and relax and you can restore yourself, then you're building up that energy to be able to better tackle the things that you need to do and to deal with that clutter. And over time, the more that you chip away at this and you create organization and calm and order in your home the better you're going to feel and the more you're going to build your energy for things and it's not just going to get sucked away into tidying and putting things away and shuffling things around and just feeling drained by your physical environment and number five is not giving enough to things that matter or give you any sense of purpose and you know as a parent it's challenging to have space for yourself and it's challenging to carve out that piece of you that isn't just a mom or a dad and so you want to give focus to the things that energize you um, and the things that make you feel like you and that I also kind of want to lump with self-care as well because if you aren't exercising and you aren't sleeping well and you aren't feeding yourself um, those things are also going to zap your energy so make sure that you're doing that sort of basic self-care where you're moving your body you're feeding yourself nutritious stuff and you're getting um, a pretty decent night's sleep Um, but aside from that you know finding purpose outside of your role as a parent You know, maybe it's working on a DIY project or doing regular yoga. Um, Maybe you've always wanted to write a book or you want to travel and you want to do it without your kids. (laughs) You know, like there are so many um, facets of who we are as a person that don't necessarily have to do with who we are as a parent. And um, I'm not saying that you need to have a complete life aside from your kids but you know you can have some things that are just for you you know I go to a weekly dance class Um, it gets me out of the house I'm moving my body it's fun for me Um, that's one thing that I do just for me and there are other things but um, they build up my energy they give me a sense of purpose as a person and um That is really important in life to have that because, you know, we are a parent always, but this season where our kids are young, it's not always going to be this intense. Um, And I've certainly seen with the older generation um, that it can be a real challenge if you also don't cultivate these things for yourself because then when you're no longer needed so intensely uh, as a parent, then you can feel a bit lost as well. So it's really good to build your energy, but also to develop yourself self as a person and not let that get lost. And it doesn't need to be huge. Like I said, it could be once a week you go to a class or, um, you know, you get a, a couple hours spread out over a week where you work on a little project of yours or whatever it is, but that you recognize that, you want to have some purpose as a person and that you give that to yourself and when it's something that's exciting for you that builds your energy so you know these are five different ways that I think we can let energy leak out of us 
But the important thing is once we're aware of it and we can recognize it, we can protect it. And, you know, that self-care piece um, is really throughout a lot of these. And I just want to emphasize how important it is that you have some self-care happening. I know it can be really hard depending on the season of life you're in. But it's really necessary because the more that you cultivate your energy, the more present you can be as a parent, you know, the better you can show up to all areas of your life and the better you feel. And ultimately, that's a big piece of why this matters, because how we feel impacts all areas of our life. And it impacts, again, how we show up as a parent, how we show up in life. And so you just want to do the things that are going to help you have that energy to feel good, to feel calm, peaceful, and not live in this sort of reactive, overwhelmed state that is so easy to get into as a parent. So I hope these five things have been really helpful. Um, Because the more that we can recognize, then the more we can do things to intentionally shape the way that we respond to them and the way that we live. So thank you again for joining me. And if you enjoyed this episode or you've enjoyed listening to my podcast, I would so appreciate if you write a review. And if you take a screenshot of your review and send me an email or a DM on Instagram, um, I'm going to be running a giveaway at the end of the month, um, beginning of September, and I'll share more details on that later, but you will um, be entered for that and could win a fun prize. And every review just really helps the reach and people find the podcast. So if you find it helpful, other people might find it helpful as well. So thank you again for listening and I'll see you again next week. That's all for today. I'll see you again next week. And if you liked today's episode and found it helpful, I'd be so grateful if you would write a review. If you do, your name will be entered for this month's giveaway. You can also share with another mom who would be helped by listening. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Simple Intentional. Thanks for listening.